Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. And the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links will be in the show notes. On this episode, three simultaneous museum heists somehow get scheduled for the same day, as End of Sadness grants another wish. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 6, Down South Sneeple. Brendan, as the storyteller. Either as the Celestial Censor. Devin, as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. And Sam, as Rowan of the Lunar Exalted. Yes, well, you're doing you're doing just fantastically. You see, you, I, I haven't seen things as good as this since I watched, you know, before that one guy took over on Doctor Who. You know, the one guy. Yeah, the show really went downhill after that. Hopefully, it'll come back. It always does. It always comes back around. It's about time, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they, 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 they like. High five, and then like Rigel and Rigel, end of sadness, and the tech bro come out. Oh my god, were they talking about the Peter Cushing era of Doctor Who? I didn't want to put names to it. <laughs> For those of you not in the know, Peter Cushing did the non canonical Doctor Who movies where his name was Doctor Who, and he had a daughter named Daughter Who, and they fought Daleks on Earth with spaceships. Oh my gosh. What is this, Doctor Seuss or something? Not canon. Not canon. I, Who in the Whovilles? Wow. I'm blown away by this. So anywho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Dude man comes out, goes back to his chair in his sweats, and uh, puts his uh, puts his feet up and pulls out his phone and starts playing something on it. Alright then, you're all good to go. Okay, let's mosey on out of here. Y'all mosey on out of there. Okay, um, we'll... You have control of the security we... system. All right, so here's what's going to work. The security system will disable itself while we switch out the book and stuff, and it'll just retroactively edit out us from the cameras and not even show us up on them. It's all good. Perfect. Did you notice that the IT guy was strange? Uh, that computer maps to no, no known corporate computer environment I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's weird. it's also not online. Like oh. that computer's not on the internet, and that's not how this shit works. Well, I mean, it's a security system. That's how of any of this shit not works. connected to the internet? I mean, no. I promise you, it is connected to the internet in any other environment. It's extremely weird. Look, you're gonna have to just trust me on this. Oh. It is extremely fucking weird that these computers are not online. It's a big red flag. We should probably deal with it at some point uh, because this is your job. Not you, I, like it's your job to investigate. I mean, this is Rigel's like place of. Oh, work. okay, okay, yes, I understand. Yeah, I wasn't trying to yell at you. Sorry, I'm just, I just, it's real weird. It's a mystery. It, it's an itchy mystery. Well, if it weirds you out, then yes, I'm very concerned. Well, my first bet will be that it's a virtual adept. 
but we'll have to, I guess, ask. What? Wait, yeah, how the fuck did you know something was wrong? I mean, you know, the space around here was kind of wibbly-wobbly. Did you notice? I did not perceive that. Well, you were preoccupied with the computer, so maybe that's you know, why. Yeah, huh, okay. Yeah. How'd your thing go with the guards? It was fine. I actually wish I could have shown them some of the things that I did, rather than just show it to them, you know? Never mind. It was fine. Yeah, I, I can get that. Yeah. You'll be yeah. your prop box with you or something. I'll, I'll have to do that. I'll have to do that, dig that out of my... It's kind of a lost you know, passion, actually. We wa- you know, we were watching The Prestige uh, the other night, me and Whispers, and, like, if you want, we could, like... I'm sure me and Raj could kip-ass you some, like you know, prestige-esque, cool props for magician stuff. You know what? I've lost my job. Why not? You still have a job? Wait, it, no. Oh. You guys go in. There are no more security problems for you all to deal with. Um, you can literally just take the glass off, do the thing, put the glass back on. You, you do not even have to make rolls for this. Um... The since you're going to be busy doing that, and this would be like the third time that you have remade this freaking book, um, I'm not even gonna have you roll for it. I, yeah. I feel like that would just be a waste of a roll. Well, again, I was able to remake the book back in my place, so you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, so it would even be less of a pressure. The only thing that I would like is I assume that the other two are going to be keeping watch. Three. Remember, Whispers here. Oh, I'm sorry. Whispers as well. Yes. Yeah. I would like you yeah, guys... Yeah, no, we'll be lookout. Please be lookout for me, and uh, if you could make rolls for the three of you, um, perception and alertness, difficulty is going to be a seven. Oh, fuck. I'm not good at perception. But Whispers might be. Should I use my... Excellency on this. Oh shit, yeah, he is. Okay, Whispers has seven dice to perception alertness and also has the specialty tails, like being tailed. I would say that Whispers absolutely gets that specialty in this case. Uh oh. Oh no, I clicked 10 again. Whoops. Uh, I got one success. Okay, I'm gonna roll for Whispers because they're just so much better than this. Uh, three successes. Ooh. And then I'm going to roll my two dice. No successes, but not a botch. I'm just bad at this. I'm not a perceptive character. What is going to happen is that the security cameras and everything have are basically just replacing you guys, uh, just kind of editing you out. They're fine with that. It's a powerful enough computer that it can just do that. Very... What... A lot of stuff for video editing here. It's very, very, I cannot stress enough that that computer is very powerful. Yeah. Nice. Also, right now that computer is doing what Nosferatu wish Obfuscate could do. Because Obfuscate can't do this. Mm-hmm. Just be a little sombra, then the other will pick you up. Right, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Starting with Rowan. Rowan, you're looking off down one corridor that whispers and uh, that whispers and sadness are not looking down. 
and you you see uh, a like as you kind of like look back you see a like something kind of pa- not pass by your uh, field of vision but kind of like catch it as it kind of moves and you can see you see just the very edge of a red sneaker hiding behind a pillar so you know that someone is there and you know that someone is hiding okay that's weird sadness you do not see anyone because you're not very perceptive it happens to the best i'm of just us. not whispers on the other hand kind of looks over to you and like nudges you and goes uh boss um not to draw not to draw any undue attention to a uh, little problem here but there's a there's a bald man hiding behind that sarcophagus is he gonna like point it out to me and i can't see anything there he is going to point it out to you and you cannot see anything there okay at this point I will gently close my eyes, concentrate inward, and use my familiar power to perceive through Whispers of the Labyrinth's perceptions. Now what do I see? Uh, You can absolutely see a bald man uh, with kind of crackly skin hiding behind a sarcophagus. I will open my eyes and look in that direction. Can I see anything? You cannot. I will slowly, casually... Nod to whispers, him knowing my intent naturally, and I will try to go to Rowan. Uh, whispers is going to keep an eye on him, but trying to keep Be it cash. Keep it cash. You go over to Rowan. Also, I, I've had weeks to think about this. Whispers calls me champion and pr- refers to me as my champion. Oh, okay, okay. Well, just you could not have known that, but I'm just throwing uh, obviously I, I could now. not have known that. He just so I'll, uh, I'm going to walk right up to Rowan Cash-like. Hey, there's, there's hey some, bud. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, there's some... There's somebody with some red trainers. There is a... Oh. I, I'll just speak... I'll just speak a little. Yeah, okay. I can't see that, but you know what else I can't see? There is a man hiding behind the sarcophagus over my shoulder that Whispers is casually walking by. And I can't see him, but Whispers can. Oh, so it's like some sort of magic shit. Yeah, it's some sort of magic shit. Okay. How do we cash? Let Rigel know. Uh, uh. Well, I'm just going to casually walk walk over him and see how he's doing. Do you want me to hang out here by the pillar? Yeah, just keep watch out, even though you can't see anything. I'll okay. act bored. I'll do my best. <laughs> I'll um, just act bored with, and restless like a old college student, and then with with uh. With Rowan having pointed out the red trainers to you, you can absolutely see them behind the... Not behind the pillar, but, like, you can see them peeking out from the pillar. Okay, I'll keep an eye around that area and just, like, I'll lean against a wall and take out a phone and start browsing, I don't know, Pornhub, in case someone's looking over my shoulder. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What are you, Mulder? I know, right? It's a great way to freak people out. Oh, this reference is so deep. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Roan is going to wait a couple of seconds to not be too obvious, then put on the not difficult act of being a restless 
20 year old then eventually wandering back over to Rigel hmm, whether Sovial should be running some sort of manipulation and hiding to hide your intentions <laughs> from this guy that's probably observing y'all uh, probably yeah mm-hmm don't make me roll manipulate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an excellency. <laughs> of course it's not an excellency. You're not a lunar. I have charisma five, leadership four. Make me roll that. <laughs> uh. um, I mean, y- you guys aren't exactly hiding your presence or anything, and... Well, they're hiding the intention that, you know, they don't see the person or something, something. Uh. Either or. Right. Um, if Devin was still on the side of the guy who is using Obfuscate, I would absolutely have uh, him roll that. But the person that he's kind of keeping watch on right now is literally behind a pillar and cannot see through pillars. What a weak vampire. Right? <laughs> Not the best. <laughs> um, so Rowan goes to Rigel. Hey, how's it going over here? It's going alright. I'm just positioning exactly how I found the other book. It's looking pretty good. Uh, so there's at least two people kind of looking to jump us. One with red trainers, one apparently behind a sarcophagus, but magically shrouded or something like that. It's probably going to get bad soon. <sighs> That's awful. Yeah. Dude. So you just want to trigger some alarm and just scare them off? Oh, I was asking you for what we should do. I, I assumed you would know. Uh, sure, we could do that. I mean, what are we dealing with here? Are those people? Are those, you know, muggers? A uh, red trader oh. guy might be a person, but a sarcophagus uh, person can't be seen normally like i can't see them so probably not just regular people okay um just because it can't be seen normally that doesn't really narrow it down are we doing some mages or something else he's just gonna give you a blank stare right we literally went to you because you're the point man (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'll have to look around and I'm going to assume that you're going to look around to near the sarcophagus. Um, I'm going to definitely say that would be a perception and awareness role um, because they told you where to look and everything like that would be a difficulty five. It's not going to be hard, but, you know, there's a chance it won't work. Uh how about I just ace it and I use my heaven to calculation to use my academics instead of my uh, alertness and then apply my excellency on top of that because I think that's how it works. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Might as well. Just fucking destroy this guy. Perceive him so much that he becomes unknown in reality and gets ripped <laughs> up and goes back to the Akashic source. Boom, boom, boom. That would be 20 dice and difficulty 5, and that's a 9 successes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm imagining that that guy gets perceived so hard it leaves like a carbon shadow, like an A-bomb, and his <laughs> obviously it shuts off for decades. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I feel like that I need to like stare at a window for a second and like figure <laughs> out what nine successes looks like. <laughs> you Holy can see shit. the I think it just means Pete perceives. I think Pete perceives this guy and gets any info Pete wants from him, like a fellowship move, where it's like, what does he look like? What's his intent? Does he look he's ready to attack us? Does he look aggressive? That kind of shit. What right? does it look like he like he wants from this scene? Okay. Yeah. yeah um I do it fellowship question style. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first off, obviously you can see this man, and you can see him pretty well with the mottled skin and the uh, the sunglasses that he's wearing, despite it being dark out and inside. He is also bald and is in a suit for whatever reason. You also notice that he is motioning to someone across the across the hallway from him there's a lady there and she has uh like like a dress that looks like that she would fit in well like at a fancy museum or an art show um like a gala yes and she is there and she is doing some kind of hand signal back to him as you're taking all of this in you kind of remember that Rowan mentioned behind you and you kind of just give a quick glance and you see that there is a dude who kind of like, and sadness would see this because this guy is very bad at hiding, but you kind of remember about it and like look back and see that there's another dude on that side who kind of like peeks out and like realizes maybe not that he's being watched, but people are still there. And what other questions do you want about them besides the fact that you know that there are three people and I will tell you this right now there are not more than three people in here what obvious supernatural tales they have other than someone has a skin of a snake basically I'm guessing uh, snake skin for the one guy um, the wearing sunglasses at night I should mention are for the lady and the, the man uh, by the Egypt museum uh, so that gives you, like, something's off about them. And the tell on the dude uh, behind you is that he is, like, extremely pale. Like, will start actively reflecting any light that you shine at him kind of pale. Hmm, Irish pale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh. Anything else? Because, like, nine successes, what do you want, bud? <laughs> mm, I guess, what direction do they want to go? Like, from what I can tell, I guess. Okay. The one that's interesting to you is Dude Man Behind You has literally been eyeing you the whole time, and specifically the book. Uh. The other two appear to be way more interested in the Egypt uh, stuff. Specifically, there's a sarcophagus uh, near them. Mm, okay, okay. Um, anything else we want to know, guys? Um, so, just to, clarif just to clarify, there are three people. One is a woman in a fancy dress, one is a dude by a sarcophagus who looks like a snake man, and one's a dude in red sneakers who is super pale? Yes. Okay, then I understand the situation. 
So um, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say that you put the book back. Uh, everything's all ready to go. Um, do you guys want... To, you know that they are here for stuff in the museum, obviously. How, how do you all want to engage with this? Honestly, I'm waiting for Rigel to give us the signal to interfere. Because this is his uh, house they're shitting in. <laughs> ah. Okay. Mm. Well, first of all, what I do is, you know, take that first forger, the book I made, and, you know, quickly remove that one passage that needs to be kept secret and just destroy it. Just in my hand, with crap my into the tools. And other than that, I guess uh, I tell Rowan that, you know, there's not just two people, there's three, and uh, it looks like we're being watched. Oh, uh... Should I go distract them? Or engage with them, or just pretend they're not there? At this point, I'm not sure what would be the best option here. I look over to End of Sadness. I'm not by you guys. I'm keeping an eye on the guy behind the pillar, and every once in a while, me and Whispers give each other knowing glances, like, I don't know. Like, we're about ready to start to fuck around and find out if things go bad. How uh, careful are you guys being about your words and how loud that you're uh, talking uh, to each other to figure out what you're doing? Because I want to see if maybe they might have a chance to perceive that you all know that they're th that they're there. When I was talking to Rowan, I was talking under my breath, but I fully expect them to have monster hearing, quote unquote, because I'm vaguely aware of uh, monsters existing and them having good hearing. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that the talk between you all and Rigel would be where that they start to want to use their monster hearing. I'm trying to think of what kind of role that that would be. Stealth, uh, perception probably. plus. Well, we're to well, because they're trying to hear, right? Just... So it's their role, right? They're they're trying to hear, which would be uh, perception and, and alertness. Uh, so I'm just trying to figure out what kind of difficulty that I would want that to be at. I want to say it'd probably be like a seven. Sure. So the difficulty could be said by our stats or could mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're right yeah if you uh manipulation plus stealth yes that sounds like the role to make um so whichever one of you is kind of leading the the chat if you want to give me a manipulation and stealth or a uh or something else that might kind of work with that yeah, I still have my second minute of my excellency and that other stuff, so I could roll out and dominate them if that's what you want. I mean, why wouldn't you want that? <laughs> sure thing. Um, so, what, difficulty six and versus roll, right? Yep. Eleven successes. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I think that I don't want to say that they have a chance at it, but it is statistically possible. Uh, okay, I mean, like, <laughs> some, some of these... I actually managed to roll a six on one of these rolls. 
Nice. Which, for regular World of Darkness, is pretty amazing. But this isn't regular World of Darkness. These are exults. You all are good enough at talking to each other and keeping your voices down and not drawing attention to yourself that they don't notice that you notice them and are basically able to just discuss your plans. Not super loud, but you guys are able to like kind of huddle together and figure out what you want to do without them getting a uh, a heads up on you. My uh, suggestion would be to leave this, you know, scene and, you know, let the security pick up on them. So, well, I mean, it's, I I can't see them very well. Uh, Will security be able to see them? This is where you work. They're probably going to steal something. Isn't that bad? Should we, we'd basically be letting them steal it. Well, we could activate the security alarm just as we leave, I suppose. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Because then at least I would spook them. Out of character, though, don't don't we don't we want to get into hijinks? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm assuming that activating the security uh, alarm will start the hijinks. Wait, what kind of hijinks would you guys right, but Confront these guys, spook them, make them scramble to figure out what they're doing, yelling back and forth, shooting sometimes. It'd be awesome. <laughs> a fucking mess. Okay. I just don't know how to get there if we're just going to turn off the security system and leave. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, b- both are both are completely legitimate uh, answers. Um, with you having taken out the secure the security system uh, and it just erasing you guys from from here, you can literally just do whatever. And as long as actual guards don't come onto the scene, like. You, you kind of have a get out of jail free card here. There is no physical evidence that you were here and causing um, a ruckus. Plus, and I just want to point this out there. I have access to the mainframe computer for this place, which means I have the HR files, which means I have the phone number of every security guard working today, which means I can simultaneously have phone calls sent to them telling them that various relatives are in the hospital. So they all bail at the same time. So there are no guards here to interrupt us. That would be an interesting security problem. Just saying. I mean, just saying, you know, if we needed to clear out the mortals. It's exciting to see, like, uh, this would be, like, the first meeting, well, maybe not the first, but the, I'd be able to see actual magic folks, you know? We got to see Nessie, uh, and now we get to see magic folks, yes? Yeah, uh, maybe hostile. Oh, magic folks earlier. Well, true. <laughs> yeah, you, you already met those magic folks, so it doesn't count. This would be a magic folk we meet all together as a group. You already met your parents. <laughs> Mm, so that's how we're counting it. But you already met them. They're a known factor. Your parents. I did kind of lump them in I'll with your magic. I'll text to you on your phone. <laughs> I'll text that to you on your phone, because that's, I guess, how I'm keeping ch- in touch. I'm texting you. <laughs> yeah, a little hard to volume control uh, auto-tune. <laughs> okay. Well, if we want to do shenanigans... How would we like to start the shenanigans? Is there like a protocol for meeting magic people? Do you go like, Hildegard, sir, I want to talk about wizard stuff. Weepmon, Beepop, Magra, Binnynog. <laughs> Meet me on the full moon of 
the seventh hour. <laughs> if they weren't sneaking, it might be yeah. What do you something. got for us? It might be something, but they are trying to not be noticed, so it will be a confrontation either way. Ah, well, I mean, I guess it was bound to happen eventually. <laughs> I suppose. As you guys are talking, and Pete is kind of keeping the uh, the eye on the eyes on on these people. Uh, every now and again, you you look over to the to on the the Egypt side, and they are very much like kind of like hushed, yelling across, kind of being like, "Yo, are you gonna start? No, you fucking start. No, 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 you, no, you. There's only two of us, and there's three of them. Yeah, but like we can." We can totally do this, right? Hey, they don't know there's a third person there. <laughs> they do <laughs> not. Uh, they, they do not. Is this a... There's double? four of us to, to three of them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's four of them. I keep forgetting about whispers. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It isn't our problem. It's going to be your problem because whispers have specialties in mauling. There's four of them and there's only two of us. We're... We're totally outnumbered. Yeah, but they're like mortals, right? I mean, yeah. That one just works here. Of course he can mess around with it. Yeah. It's a double reverse heist. Right. And you kinda you kinda see them like rock, paper, scissoring. I think they want to come for us. At least confront us. Oh. Okay. Well. Alright, I Seeing that you guys are focused on the two characters there, I'm going to saunter over to the pillar where the red shoes is slowly, and I look like I'm going to, like, I'm going to walk past it. Where the snakeskin is. Uh, no, by the snake. No, snakes. red shoes. Snakeskin's by the uh, sarcophagus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, snakeskin and fancy woman are in the Egypt section. They're the real vampires here. I'm going to go hang out with sneakers who doesn't know how to do an obfuscate. <laughs> Yeah. Um, are you trying to be stealthy about it or are you just walking? Yeah, I'm just walking like vacantly in the middle of the aisle straight forward. Like I'm not paying attention to someone by the pillar uh, until I get by the pillar Then I'm just going to lean next to the pillar and totally ignore the dude, even though I'm leaning right next to them and I'm just going to be on my phone looking up. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm playing Candy Crush. I'm just going to completely ignore the person beside me as if I can't see them. This person uh, that is beside you as you start walking up, as you get by the pillar, the red shoes have moved, and he is now on the opposite side of the pillar from you. Uh, you all who are back in the room can now see this man uh, in uh, sneakers, jeans, and a uh, and a leather and a like white t-shirt and like a we- and a leather jacket on the other side and he is now way more concerned about end of sadness on the other side of the pillar than you all seeing him. But if at any point your gaze meets his, he is going to basically like engage. If that makes sense. Here's what I'm going to propose until Sam and Peter figure out how they're going to deal with the real vampires. I'm going to, keep this guy trapped in a Mr. Bagoo loop where I'm just going to so happen to almost see him, but never acknowledge that I can see him as if I can't even, as if I don't even know. 
every once in a while I'll look around and be like, hmm, and I'll go back to whatever I'm doing. Like I just like something caught my eye, but I just don't know. I'm just gonna keep this dude terrified walking around this pillar. Alright. Uh okay, stressed. um I straight up feel like that is a charisma intimidation. Attack. <laughs> Like I'm attacking this guy. <laughs> I feel All right, like- charisma, intimidation, eh, six dice. Not bad. Uh, difficulty six. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, like you know, in a stealth game where the person might see you and it just freaks you the fuck out. I'm gonna do this to this person uh, until the end of time. You keep getting the the Metal Gear Solid uh, question yeah. mark popping up on his head, and he like comes around, and then he nothing's oh. there. It's like, oh. What? So I got a seven, a seven, a seven, a nine, and an eight. Five successes. Holy shit. Until such a time. You terrorize this dude. Until such a time as either you actually engage with him or uh, Rigel or Rowan engage with him in some way, I'm going to count this as you are basically just keeping him busy ad nauseum. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep him in check. All right. All right, that's me, you guys. I think in the interest of moving things along, I will head to the other two people because Rowan is just so excited to see other magic people. And he, just people just like him, gosh darn it. So why not just go say hi? So while the third guy is distracted by your shenanigans, we can deal with the other two people. Mm-hmm. So you two walk up. Um, how... Do you engage with the people in the Egyptian display? Uh, hello, hi. You don't really have to hide. Hello. You're just staring at them and telling them hello, hi. Yes. So, uh, the man with the mottled skin kind of looks to you and just goes, "Yes, hello. How can I help you?" I mean, I. I was just going to say hello because uh, I can't really see you very well, so it's exciting, right? Yes, it's quite exciting that you can see us. Uh, Is that a problem? Are you, like, permanently mind-cloaked or something? Is that something that happens? Oh, that's fantastic. You should not be able to witness us. It, it took a bit, I will admit. I had to have some help. But, uh, what you doing? You're kind of looking straight at us, and it's a little unnerving. I don't know why I've gone south, but... The curators were not supposed to be here after hours. We are concerned. Uh, about... The curators? The woman looks over to him and just goes, no, 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 darling, the the curators. And like points to uh, Rigel. Curators. The one in charge of the museum. Uh, Well, I mean, that sounds kind of shady. I'll be very honest. Why are you not liking the curators? All right. Goodness. The curators. (laughs) That is not your concern. Well, it kind of is now. Sorry. Uh, hey, just be straightforward with me. 
Are you trying to steal things? Because I don't like that. That's not cool. Now, now listen here. We don't steal. We are. It's like it's it's like playing a game of take backsies. These were stolen from us, so we're taking them backs. That's fair. And they're like literally motioning at the whole Egypt display. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I do kind of know about that. He looks very nervous all of a sudden. Uh, and their spirits are kind of upset sometimes about that. He's the powerful ones there. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, 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 he looks over to Rigel. Kind of like, help. <laughs> <sighs> well, unfortunately, you know, the curators are here. Hmm. The man looks to you and you can see for a moment that he flicks out a forked tongue and kind of stares you down for a moment. Hmm. Well, it's not to mention that the logistics of moving all of that out between the two of you, that would be kind of hard. So what's your operation here? We are returning the bodies to their rightful place of resting. Hmm. Well, yes, as I said, the logistics of that would be kind of hard to do with just two people. You underestimate what two people can do. And you can kind of see like a surge of like the sky looked a little pale before, but suddenly there's like a flush, uh, like 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 uh, like there's a little bit more life in in his face as he kind of grabs the sarcophagus and begins to now granted this is with a little bit of struggle but like one hand lift it up oh see Ooh. uh that looks dangerous it looks like it's going to scrape across everything can you mm hmm well, well, now two people would two people with this kind of strength would obviously be enough. Now we'll just be taking these bodies and moseying on out of here. Are you going to replace them with anything, or are you just stealing them? They look honestly confused at this question, um, and the woman answers, "Well, I mean." Would you prefer that we replaced the bodies with new bodies? Well, I, I mean, not new bodies, but like you do realize that if you take an entire sarcophagus from the British Museum, it's going to be all over the news for the next year and you will be hunted and murdered down by people. You do realize that this is a stupid idiotic plan right there are ways that we can replace the artistic value of the sarcophagus okay where where is it because you know the security system is going to come back on in like probably five minutes honestly they're probably looking at it right now 
All right. Well, Zen, we require the bodies and the sarcophagus because they are illegally obtained from our masters. If you could help us in this endeavor, Uh, we Uh, would be exceptionally grateful. uh, I mean, I am standing right next to a curator of the entire museum. I'm not sure if I'm really... mm. Uh, They they are talking to both you and Rigel because you and Rigel are like the things standing in their way. Right. Hmm. Who might your bosses be? Our bosses are many heads of the Hydra. They have requested that this be returned. Many heads of the Hydra. So, I'm going to let you guys know right now. Um, you guys can either offer to help them, or they're going to start attacking. <laughs> like, this is a binary decision right here. You're either going to have, like, a weird plot line where you guys are actually helping out the, the these guys, the, the snake men, or they're going to start blasting. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Now, all they need to do is just, you know, state whatever they want in the form of a wish, and then, you know, end of sudden, ears will perk up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I would absolutely take these chumps. <laughs> I'm practically T-posing one of them into a nervous breakdown as we speak. <laughs> oh, my God, you really are. <laughs> Because, like, I haven't stopped doing it because that keeps the guy focused on this and he hasn't realized that the charade is up. Hmm. So maybe you should intermingle those things and tell them, like, oh, so what's your third accomplice doing here? As I point to that other guy to drop his obfuscate or whatever. Who's, you know, being Mr. Magood. Yeah. Let's bring him into the conversation. You guys are going to bring the, the guy who's being Mr. Magood into the conversation? Yep. yep. Okay. And end of sadness. They can watch that. They're seeing that happen now that they're paying attention to it. It's a nightmare. I'm like, <laughs> I'm scaring this guy. It's a nightmare. There's a there's a point where that this guy, after probably like the 25th round about the column, he realizes that there are two obvious setites, uh, a a lunar and a, and a solar, which he doesn't know what the hell those are, but two dudes who are staring at him as if he continues to go around, and he just kind of goes, ah, oh, fucking jeez, really? How long, how, how long have I been armor? How long have I been around his shoulder and just, just, just laughing? Uh, at this point, I need to point something out to you guys. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I have demonic primary of es- primacy of essence, which I'm just going to read the description. The infernal garbs herself in hellish authority. All lesser wicked things are like writhing worms or mere grains of sand cast before her and instinctively recognize this imbalance. This means that on any creature of darkness like these stupid fucking vampires, I get minus two tall social rolls. Uh, just like Sam does. Just That's the flavor of it. They recognize that they're beneath me. Oh boy. 
And I get off that unholy aura. If any of them believe in Christ. It's specifically Christ or a religion? No, it's not specifically Christ. <laughs> they need to have faith. They have to believe in something to know that I'm here. Okay. Um, ruining it. The southern sounding lady with the lisp recoils in horror at you. <laughs> because she does have yeah, true faith. Not this. in Christianity, but in something no, no, bigger no. than her. Yeah. I got my arm around their intern's shoulder and I'm just kind of laughing looking at the two of them while these, you know, my associates are handling this deftly. So um, when that you do that, um, the guys who are looking to uh, Rigel and Rowan look to End of Sadness and the dude and go, well, who are your two friends? Well, one of them is not our friend. Our friend was yours. No, that one is that one's not ours. They're talking about uh, Sadness's assistant. <laughs> no, not him. Not him. <laughs> the not one that's been Mister Magood. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! This guy isn't with you. Uh, this guy just kind of. This guy's not with you. This guy just kind of shakes his head and looks over to you. And is like. Nah, man, I'm not with... What I'm, the fuck I'm are you fr- doing here? I, I was trying to steal that book. Why? Like, you're not involved with the snake vampires? What? No. What? No, I, I wanted the book. It's it, it's, an, it's, an, it's an occult text. Boss wanted the book. Are you even... Are you even magic? Are, are you anything? Are you just a guy? I mean, I, I can do some magic. No, like, oh my god, what magic thing are you? Okay, he looks to you. He goes, okay, you're going to have to give me a second here. Oh my god. Can <laughs> <laughs> you roll me perception and alertness, difficulty six? Is he trying to act against me? Because that is not going to go the way he thinks it will. Perception plus alertness? Yes. Okay, two dice. Oh boy, ooh wee. What a season. (laughs) I got a three and a ten, so one success. All right. You see him look to you and just kind of goes, all right. And he takes a moment and kind of goes, so they're not my friends. I've never seen them before. But you know what you have seen before? And he kind of like goes to put his hand friendly on your shoulder. And as it it touches, he leaves it. He pulls out the King of Hearts. Is this your card? (laughs) Okay, okay, so. All right, that's really great. You know what? That's great. That's great. Are you a vampire, though? I just want to double check real quick. Uh, What if I say no? Wait, what if I say yes? Tell me if you're a vampire. What happens if I'm not? I will continue to squeeze him around the shoulder a little more. Tell me if you're a vampire. <laughs> what happens if I am? Tell me if you're a vampire. This isn't a negotiation. You're, this is not... 
look where you are. Look what's happening, buddy. Look at me. Hear me. Hear my voice. Okay. Feel my grip on you. Come but, on. Put this together. But you haven't answered my first question. Because Is I asked first card? expecting a dutiful I'm expecting a dutiful answer. I take that card. <laughs> no. Uh yes. Okay, that's that's great. That's fine. Tap him on the shoulder. That's all I want to know. Jesus H. Christ, don't make it hard next time. <laughs> all right, what are we doing with these two assholes? Okay, okay but you, you're not supposed to ask those questions. That's like, that's breaking a whole bunch of rules. There are no rules now that you work for me. What? I don't work for you. Yeah, I've adopted you. Don't try to run. It won't go the way you think it will. <laughs> Trust me, we're going to get along fine together. Uh, oh, you almost got yourself fucking killed today. You almost got yourself killed right here. I've adopted you because your life belongs to me because you almost wasted it. All right, I'm going to teach you how to do this proper. Jesus H. Christ. I was Mr. Magooing you for half an hour almost. God damn. Anyway, what are we doing with these two a-holes? What are you all doing with those two a-holes? I don't know. Are they trying to rob your museum, Rigel? Yes. Well, don't fucking let them unless they give you something for it. Come on. I look over towards them. See what their responses to that. We can get you many things. We have connections. Name one. <laughs> Name one thing we want now. The. Are we allowed to have a huddle? Yeah, we'll allow a huddle, obviously. We've been huddling the whole night. Okay, they they kind Not of like dickheads. get together and they're like, I don't know, that one looks really rich. Like, he doesn't look like that he cares about money. That money is literally just an object that he plants in the ground and then it grows more money. <laughs> yeah, money. I, I think we should huddle up. Yeah. We will also huddle up together as well, uh, including my new intern. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, are, are we really going to talk freely in front of your new friend? What? Intern. Oh, okay. Intern. Hi. Anyway, okay, I'm, so I'm, thinking I'm the new family. intern, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go over name and we'll go over name and style of dress later. Don't you worry. For now, just observe and, abs and absorb. Oh, All right. Okay. What are we doing with, two, with these two fucking vampires? I, I'll be honest, uh, I've been in this museum after I became what I am, and the spirits here are not happy that they're here. So if they're going to like do a sneak and replace, I'm not against it, but they also are like setting off so many red flags that I just kind of want to punt them in the sky. Look, they look like snake vampires who sound like southern good old boys. I'm pretty sure these mummies aren't going back to where they originally came from if you catch my drift. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, then let's go punt them to the sun. Right? Oh, absolutely so not. Unless they, they got something good. They're definitely not going there. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, so unless these guys can offer Rigel something that, I fe that Rigel feels is worth it, uh, we should tell these guys to go fuck themselves. Hmm. All right. Does that sound good to you, Rigel? I don't want to step on your toes here. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure that, you know, we're at liberty to give away all this stuff, even if, you know, it's kind of, you know, iffy, but it was, you know, acquired, but... 
I'm not super looking out for the museum here. I'm super looking out for you here because you seem to own this place. So that's kind of my stakes here. I, I think all this stuff should be sent back to originally came from this place, burned to the ground. But that's a different story. I'm not there right now. Yeah. Well, if you want to make some enemies today, I guess. You all can right. only make enemies of the people that's. You can only make enemies of the people that survive. We have finished the huddle. Oh, good. So yeah, I think we wrapped here too. So we are prepared to make an exchange of the bodies and sarcophaguses in exchange for ancient occult texts saved from the Library of Alexandria. I look to Rigel. That does sound interesting. Hmm. Well, see, if you'd like to move it away without everybody knowing, you need a little bit of more preparation than just doing tonight. But I guess we could... And you didn't bring the text here, I'm guessing. We were not expecting this particular interaction. Well, Sounds like we can Back to Rigel. Um, look into this deal and do some preparations. And if your offer is good, then we can probably help you remove the sarcophagus from the museum and so on without raising suspicion. But... We will have our people, as they say, speak to your people. What is a good number to contact you at? I look over to end of sadness. I will, uh, I will uh, take out a, P- a card and give it to them. The card is that same number that's on all the posters all around London. Are you only giving a rat? It's a helpline for the Cult of Typhon. No, it's not a rat. It's just a card. I'm not giving these assholes one of my rats. Those are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not a monster, guys. I love my cultists and my animals. They're my friends. That's a cult three, right? Yeah. It's okay. huge in London. It's like one of the primary things starting you up. When Luca, you do that, Devin, I would like, unless, of course, anyone else wants to, if anyone else wants to do this, uh, they are welcome to. But I would like you specifically to give me a wow i'm so i'm so sorry i keep asking this of you a perception and alertness roll <laughs> you're killing me <laughs> dude you keep, you keep giving me stuff that's like you, Wait, you keep okay, doing can my fucking crocodile do it because he's kind of my backup here <sighs> yeah i'll let this your is crocodile. what he's for i'll let i'll let your crocodile do it <laughs> This is what he's for. Oh, he's to make so up supposed figure. to cover for me when I... Okay. Yeah, he's supposed to... What's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty is going to be a seven. It's specifically for it's a... Like... A small tick. Okay, so an eight, a two, a one, a ten, a seven, a five, and a one. That says it's one success. I will have whispers get back to you after they leave the scene. Yeah, that's fine. But besides that, everything seems pretty hunky-dory. Uh, these guys are going to 
if you let them just kind of disappear again. And now you guys have the intern. Okay, intern, what's your name? So the Sithites don't make a remark that, you know, the symbol of the Typhoon looks exactly like their symbol. Um, so that's actually what I was about to get back to. Uh, um, so as soon as they're off the scene, because I figure that Whispers has a modicum of uh, sense, um, Whispers yes. is going to immediately look to uh, End of Sadness and go, my champion, the snake people had a very weird look when that you gave them the number uh, as if they recognized that makes it. sense. I mean, that sort of tracks. I guess the Sneeple could have seen our posters around town. We're it. It seemed a little off kilter. Um, not normal. Uh, we, we should definitely keep a, keep an eye on them. That's good advice. I'll take it. Uh, I'll take it. Sure. Okay. You, co- that, you coordinate with Despair 7 on that. It will be done, champion. And then I'll turn my attention to the intern. Well then, uh, hi. How are y'all doing? I was here to pick up uh, that copy of uh, the dissertation on the 8th and 9th. Uh, boss asked me to come and grab it. Why are you so garbage at hiding compared to uh, the other vampires? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Why do you... And, like, he points at you guys in the order of... uh, In the order of Rigel, Rowan, and End of Sadness points. Why do you... Why why do you kind of look like the sun? Why do you kind of look like Moonlight? And why do you look like a Las Vegas neon green sign? Do you have some sort of, like, second sight power? Is that what you're trying to get across to me here, buddy? That is I've met thin bloods. Uh, yes, that is uh, the implication here. Cool. All right. That's awesome. What's your name, intern? My name? Uh, I'm Troy Cook. And what's your backstory here? You got bit by a vampire. Now you serve vampires. Uh, yeah, actually, that that's pretty, pretty darn accurate. I got bit by a vampire. I was uh, I used to be like really. Uh, I, I graduated over from Harvard, uh, over across the cross across the ocean, like like top of my class. And there was a vampire a couple decades back that that bit me, and uh, then they made me drink their blood and the blood of everyone above them. And now I kind of have to do what they say. Okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw out a few vetting things I usually vet because you just said Harvard in a few decades and that raises a red flag. You're not super racist, are you? Wow, um, it's a little rough there. Um, Again, yes or no question. I'm not hearing you no. Know. <laughs> I've said things in my past that I am not proud of, but I am doing better. Okay, all right, that's promising. Cool, 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 cool. And you're not like a serial murderer, rapist, vampire. You're like a cool vampire that like tries to keep it in check. Tries to keep it in check. You understand the only reason I'm letting you all know this is because that you clearly outnumber me four to one and I have a survival instinct, right? Yeah, I, I know. That's why we're doing it. Right, 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 right. But I just wanted to make sure that, like, if this ever gets back to my bosses or their bosses, that, like... <laughs> no, no, no. Right? No. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand. Your bosses are dirt. 
you work for me now. I'm going to take care of you. Okay, this is is definitely looking more and more like the pyramid here, so... Here, here, let me ask you, let let me ask you this. Do you like uh, having your bosses all, like, make you suck their blood and make you obey them like you're some sort of slave? Do you like that? Uh, I mean, not particularly. Cool. Say this sentence in front of me. I wish that I was not being influenced by outside forces supernaturally. Say those words. That's a very hyper-specific combination of words that you have just asked me to do. Just roll with me. Come on. Be a buddy. Be what's cool. Where's that going to happen? <laughs> he turns to Rigel and he goes, listen, my boss says that there used to be a genie somewhere. Yeah, used to. <laughs> Listen, man. Who's your boss? When I, when I, you, know, you know what I watched when I was uh, doing my studying? To you know, keep on some background noise? Wishmaster. You know what sucks? Wishmaster. You want to be in a crap sack genie world? I don't. Just say the words, dog. <sighs> he looks between Rigel and Rowan and just kind of goes, he's not going to actually hurt me, right? I, I've never seen him actually hurt anybody. He actually goes out of his way to not hurt people, honestly. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, but... Alright, you seem way too honest to be able to lie properly, so... uh, Oh. (laughs) I say to the character that has way more manipulation than sex. Uh, (laughs) He says, in front of a character that tried the David Blaine gambit. (laughs) Uh, I wish that I wasn't being influenced supernaturally? Yeah, just keep going. You're good. You're good. Keep going. Uh, what What was actually the rest of the uh, the thing? I wish that I'm not that I was not being controlled and manipulated by outside supernatural forces. I wish that I was not being controlled or manipulated by outside supernatural forces. Okay, give me give me like ten heartbeats. That's hyper specific, but okay. Okay, now I'm glowing at this point because I've spent three essence. Oh, he does I didn't not think like this that. Through. <laughs> yeah, it's not green light either. It's like mercury silver strobe lights. Oh, he is very confused that that is happening uh, as that it is uh, washing over his aura vision from Auspex 2. Yeah, all right. At the end of it, I'll put my hands on the side of his head and I'll just x-ray flash the blood bonds out of him by completing his wish. And and I'll say, wish granted. He stands there for a moment and just kind of nods and looks around and goes, what? Wow. This is going to be so useful when I get back to the Chantry. What? Yeah, but you're not because you work for me now. I, I feel like I've been really clear about this. Uh, I love I love that Rigel's reaction is what? That's our word. <laughs> Which one I, are you I, from? To be honest, when you said when you said the Chantry, I just thought that was someone's name. Like I'm the end of sadness. <laughs> All right, um, Rad. What do you want us? To, what What are we doing now? 
you're going to tail us as we wrap up this little adventure we're on here. And then we'll get you back to a place to stay, and we'll hook you up with a bunch of stuff, with a bunch of cyber demons. It's going to be great. You're going to have your own pad and everything. Do we want to do a smash cut now, and then we'll come back to the, you know, parents and so on with a new friend that is from some chantry, and so on and so on. Yeah, that sounds like a... Oh, man. I guess that, yeah, we would probably smash cut back to the parents and then I guess we'd pick up that uh, next week. Sounds good. When uh, yeah. when Holden's back. I'll, I'll get some basic info from intern and uh, fill them in on the deets about the cult of Typhon, the children of Typhon, end of sadness, despair seven, the gen- end of the world, general stuff, you know? Right, of course. The stuff that you would... Uh, Kind of fill in on the walk back. Well, you can always fill them. Yeah, crash course. If you want, you can always fill them along with the parents if you want to give them a spiel as well. I don't really want to give your parents a spiel because even though I respect them and you, I can't help but suspect I'm being handled when I'm talking to them. Okay, okay. As that was a word that was thrown out earlier, that I'm being handled. That's why the mages didn't fuck my shit up in the basement or in the, the sewers. So I'm a little more guarded. No, fair enough. Compared to, say, with you and the other exalts, right? That way I'm also not fucking exposing all over the goddamn place, eating up screen time. Right. Okay. So, is it all? Yeah, I'll give the vampire the fill-in. Okay. So you give uh, you g- you give the vampire the fill-in. I will give you... Uh, the maybe not exact stats, but the, the, the gist of what that he is uh, in a couple minutes. And then. Yeah, it's fine. It's. Also, he gets um, wishes, you know, every year. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Radical. I'll just hand those out. Was not expecting this to happen. But no, that's cool. This will totally. This is all very unexpected, but like I can see, like, oh my God, I'm so happy because like I can see, like, the wheels are moving. Uh, we'll have to do a bigger museum mm-hmm. heist where we replace all the mummies with, you know, fake props. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be rad. You just have to wait for the Spirit of Halloween to come in. Uh, <laughs> Spirit Halloween store. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Holden does mention that since it's been a year since the shit went down with his character that we're in the fall right now. So Halloween could be creeping on up on us. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. Um, Roll appearance. <laughs> <laughs> My god. Not yet. They put their fingers on the temples and go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> the magic. Not- Classic low budget uh, superpowers. <laughs> Classic. This is Maybe it's not as low budget as Vincent Price's Dr. Fibes, but it is pretty low budget. 
Uh, this is just making me think that I need to re-download uh, my, my voice mod that I had. Maybe we should oh, all God. get the old voice mod. No. Oh, dear. We can't all be Max and his fucking pitch-perfect autochthonia accent he can do. <laughs> uh, and then this attack is slower to you. <laughs> You can understand the British <laughs> accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, I gotta use my American accent. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, I don't really identify with any one national identity. It's kind of for hosers. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, that... Two thumbs up on that for that American accent there, bud. <laughs> That's my Appalachian Trail. <sighs> Not as successful as the. Never mind. <sighs> We're just going to assume that Leia was cool with it, and if not, well, you know what? Ne- the beginning of next episode is going to be real fun. Hold it, wait. Leia's going to wait for us to leave and be like, all right, Leia's going to wait for us to leave, look at them, give them the finger, go peace out, and leave and go do their own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> We will find See, out. Plenty of options. <laughs> I I would say that if you want uh, uh, if you wanted to have one, Pete, considering that you have resources five and live in a mansion, and I know that like fox hunting is a big thing in Britain, I would definitely say you probably have a hunting rifle if you want to give it to him. Huh. They're them or whatever. <laughs> hmm. No, I'll leave that for them to have an adventure to get a gun in Britain. Okay. <laughs> and just starts making a little, little, little... I can't... My wife can do rat noises really well, but I cannot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I knew that. No, in character, oh. he's doing that. <laughs> in character, he's doing the thing. They're doing the thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yes, Rowan? Hmm? Yes, Rowan? Oh, sorry. No, I, th- I was trying to react to uh, Sadness's thing. I think we lost something somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, has the British Museum lo- you know, loaded itself in yet? Yes, the British <laughs> Museum has. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. The uh, the British Museum has loaded itself in. The textures are popping and everything. It's great. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely not that one persona that I can't uh, actually pronounced from Persona 3. It's definitely what it is. You know, this is the same family tree as, you know, Orion Star and his son, Broderick Brostar. <laughs> Listen here. Listen. Fucking Lord. You can't... You can't, you can't bring a, your, your JoJo reference in here with me because... <laughs> Because this will just turn into a JoJo series, and I promise you it will happen. <laughs> huh. It's like me with Transformers. You can't pull that thread. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the select the name Dio. Don't do it. Don't think it. Don't say it. Don't talk about the Giovanni vampire that knows the sun martial arts. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I got, I got, I got to say, yeah, I looked it up. I, I... Oh yeah, you're doing, you're doing just as good as any, any of them. Uh... Wow, I am slipping so hard on my accents. 
where the is okay. The yes, large parts of the prestige involve Nikolai Tesla cloning vats. I'm talking about the stuff where they had like cool <laughs> misdirection tricks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they had cool I, magician tricks. I was I wasn't sure if that you were like referencing that you were going to suddenly get David Bowie out here and then just be like, <laughs> which one's my hat? They all are. Or what is it? Yeah, no. <laughs> Right? No, I wasn't going to kill uh, Sam's character over and over again while he does magic tricks to, to trick the fucking audience. That wasn't part of the plan. Though, there is one infernal charm that lets you make copies of yourself out of screams that are perfect duplicates of you that, that aren't exalted. And you could absolutely do the fucking prestige as an infernal, just like the way Christian Bale did it. Or the other guy. I don't remember which one was the clone guy. I know that in the exalt the ex clones of Dark you can do that stuff as a lunar or infernal. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can too, but it's also here in Watt. So, you know, if you really wanted, you know, I feel like we could set up a prestige killing clone scenario if you want to be an awesome magician. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. That's four dots worth of charms. Uh, <laughs> put a pin in that for later. I just wanted to make sure because, again, you are playing an infernal. It would totally be within your character to do that. No, you were right. That's that's literally a thing I could do. You're absolutely right. I could make infinite wind clones and then use actual surgery to make them look like Sam's character and then have them fall into the vat and die while he comes out on stage alive. And then we just store the vats under like a theater or something. For the climax, do you just wish to when Sam gets murdered by his rival? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going, you're going, you guys are going at this way more complicated than I am. I was just going to get forgetful victim prana and just completely blank out people's memories and insert a new memory for them (laughs) of me being awesome. Oh, wow, okay, yeah, that's that's easier. (laughs) We don't have to prestige you. Uh, no, no, I just get to erase <laughs> memories and put a new one in. <laughs> you just tell them they had a good time. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's a much that's much less uh, XP. Because <laughs> that'd be out of cast for me. <laughs> for a bit. Uh, yeah. uh, oh my god, that's fantastic. Okay, so, but... I'm really glad that you specifically yeah. said champion because if not, I was going to call you champ or like slugger or something like that. <laughs> gotcha. Boss, 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 boss. Somebody- My champion. Oh, okay. Um, Not what I expected. All right. Was not prepared for this. <laughs> oh, you did the voices for them. No, no. Um, okay. I got to think of a good voice for them. Wow. Doing, doing the, the S list <laughs> with the Southern accent is very weird. Oh, uh, well, jeez. Uh. <laughs> it, it's so weird trying to play a smart enemy that isn't just going to draw a gun on you all. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Blam, blam, blam. It's so weird not playing in America. Let us take us some tasers and the um, beating sticks. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to speak over you, Sam. No, it's it's the stupid lag. <laughs> it is. It's really the lag. L- listeners, again, some of us are in different parts of the continent, and it's uh, real fucky. So it'll get better in a few months' time. But you have no perception of that because of how these <laughs> episodes air. Sneeple. 
Yes. Um, wow, I can't stop the S now. Jeez. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's a crocodile. <laughs> uh, yes, crazy. well. Uh, did not, I did not plan for this. <laughs> uh, this is what happens with Exalted. I was going to say, this is what happens when you have a group that wants to social everything. Oh, There's a bunch so of social right? characters. <laughs> it, it is... I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm saying that it's very different from how that I am used to dealing with Exalted. Uh, I mean, a drop of a hat. We could have gone full on fuck the world and destroyed this museum. I was going to be start. Rats were going to start being thrown to people's eye holes just all over the place. It was going to be great. Oh, no. Uh, my puns were if I just lie down <laughs> and let it all happen. <laughs> maybe you should do it. I was imagining Pete like. <laughs> Imagine Pete lying down with like hands behind his head, <laughs> just like staring at the ceiling, being like, "Well, this is my life now." <laughs>